the Koi Gig Pod. For me, it's difficult because if Chelsea aren't playing well or they need something to get someone to get them out of it, I don't think they have it. So I think they're in a difficult place. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Alan Quinlan's with us. Alan, how are you? Uh, very good, thanks, yeah. That was pretty good. It was un- unbelievable, unbelievable, to be honest. Um, given everything that went wrong, I think that's going to be... I just think the composure and character this side is an example to anyone in sport. Um, you know, I love the fact of Farrell saying they're laughing and joking inside. Well, they weren't like... They were kind of laughing at the craziness, I think, of, of everything that was going wrong around the injuries. Ireland were still 8-7 up at half-time. People forget that. And um, it, Scotland were always going to come at them. I think there was loads of uh, kind of hairy moments that that's, um, that are really important for sports people. You you know this, Kenny, as well. If you're under the pump, that's the time where you need kind of wise heads, control, composure, big moments. Um, and something and, to go your way. Yeah, and like when things are going wrong, you know, you lose, you know, you lose Doris. It's a blow. Jack Conan comes on, brilliant, um, great player to come on. Um, then Henderson is gone. Then she, well, Sheehan was gone next. Your hooker, you think right, Ronan Keller, brilliant replacement to come on, and then Henderson goes, and you're going, Jesus, this is getting crazy because, you know, it's Peter Marley's going to have to play the full game, and and you don't usually uh, see, yeah, you yeah. don't usually see that like big players will get injured in big matches and in, in sporting teams, but for that to happen, and then. Then you have the um, Ronan Keller having to go as well, and what happened with Josh van der Fleer and the throw the ball, Keen Healy um, coming in at, at, at hooker, which is really important to clarify. I think most people realise now that you know if you go back to the Italy game last year and the Aviva, well, um, Italy had nominated their prop as a hooker. So when he comes on after the first hooker got injured, the second guy sent off. They've got to bring on a front row. He's not nominated as a hooker, so they have to go to un- uncontested scrums and take a player off. So they went down to 13 So on the team sheet yeah. yesterday, Keane Healy's name would have been down as, as a hooker, hooker, replacement hooker yeah. as well. So Extra cover. So that's why he can come on, do that job. Um, it's it's just crazy. I thought now in that second half, when you start seeing, when you see Josh van der Fleer going to take the first throw in the lineout and Ronan Keller still on the field, this wasn't like some new trick that Andy Farley's up his no. sleeve. There's trouble here. They were buying a little bit of time because I think Keane Healy was doing some stuff with John Fogarty, um, which he said after the game, trying to get his head around what he had to do and a couple of reminders. Uh, but it was sensational, to be honest, and, and it's right up there with one of the best wins ever. Healy actually gives away, uh, is it a free kick when he he doesn't, um, and Bernard Jackman's writing about this again today. They're creeping a little bit in that scrum. Well, there's like your, you have to put your foot forward and then and then he's like, oh yeah, you know, it's just I've got... I've got a million different things to do. This is not, this is not uh, unconscious. I have to be totally conscious. Like, okay, the um, whole of the, you know, lads on either side of me here, and they're going to. It's like an incredible feat of physical achievement for Healy to, to be doing this, and it also means now Keane Healy's not just going to the World Cup. He's going to be in most matchday squads and the big games for us, right? Because, um, because this, yeah, is, well, this could happen again. Yeah, and that's you can't have every eventuality covered. I'm seeing a lot of teams. And particularly after that Italian game, you know, they've, teams have kind of worked on this and made sure it's, you can imagine, imagine two of your hookers gone and then a guy used to come off the field, on the field, and it comes uncontested and you have to take off one of your back rows. So it's another hammer blow. So it's, it's, 
it's very important that, uh, and I'm sure lots of the, the team, modern, you know, rugby teams at the top level will have that covered off. But um, it's unbelievable, really. I, I'm, I can't say enough about this team. I know we'll still get it back in our faces, probably at the World Cup. Well, whatever. But I just I mean, can't in, in genuinely, Ger, you know, we, and. and you go back to the 19 and, and it was all over the shop at times there when we were very much wondering what where is the form of 2018 gone. This team have just grown. They've answered so many questions. So many things have kind of, te- they've been tested. And it's, it, the preparation for the World Cup for, for Andy Farrell has gone perfectly because there's lots of big players missing for these big games and they've been able to cope. Um, and it's a great sign of the team. Let's hope they can keep this momentum going forward. Yeah, they need bodies back. Is the There's a couple of issues, I suppose, in terms of the injuries. Um, Farrell said that Ronan Kelleher's injury was a recurrence of the lack of power. a big power. worry. So that's that was an, a problem he had, I think, with a nerve in his shoulder or neck. Kind of heartbreaking for him because it looked like yeah. he was back. And yeah, he looked out. in great condition and, and strength. Um, so that that is... Um, you know, very worrying. So, you know, obviously you got through the match yesterday, six days to turn it around and play England. Um, but there's a lot of... Aside from, gone, obviously. Aside from the bangs and knocks that you will have from a very, very physical game like that, then you have these guys, a number of them ruled out. Gary Ringrose will be gone. Henderson will be gone. Brian Baird comes in. Um, Who goes to the bench on the back row? Well, if you look oh, sorry, at the, the second, second row. row, if you look at the second row, who were picked, it was Tyg Furlong, Ian Henderson, James Ryan... And Joe McCarthy, they were the four second rows they were picked. Joe McCarthy is gone with a broken foot. Furlong's gone, broken foot. Uh, Henderson's gone now, broken hand. We think it's a hand. So there's one second row standing from the four original four. That's James Ryan. Burns gone, sorry, yeah. Um, Ryan Baird was in the squad. Yeah. Um, he was in as a back row. Um, so Ryan Baird obviously will start. I think... Um, Treadwell is probably the one who was involved last year. Um, but... This is a chat I was having last night with someone. Is who, who's next in line? I think. Can you name the next second row? Not really at this stage. Like uh, Jean Klein for me is has should be called up, and and I don't know. Maybe we'll hear something today, but he's been playing exceptionally well with Monster consistently uh, for the last four or five months. He's faced battle hardened. I'm not saying he should come into the match day 23, but I need they need extra bodies well, in. He probably is. Um, you know. But if you, look at the, if you look at the other provinces, who who else comes comes well, in there? Maloney, but they, they obviously yes, haven't. Maloney, yeah, they yeah. haven't given him an opportunity. Maybe he will come in as well. They probably they could bring in two or three of I them. I guess here. what you do is you bring everybody in now for the next week Have and a half and yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Like, close. There's a good chance we might need one of them for the World Cup. Um, you'd hope that it's a pity Joe McCarthy, obviously. Um, yeah, he would have been um, probably next in line to go onto the bench, but um, he may put two back rowers on the bench. Who knows? I don't know, but. You know, hopefully Kellen Doris will come back. I think that it's England is still going to be a very tricky game for him, even though they were desperate on on, on Saturday against France. But um, I think the, me- the 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 mental side of of you know this isn't a one off either, Gerard. That they've had adversity and they've been under pressure. I did want to talk to you about this, right? Andy Farrer brought up the the bus the bus journey during the week. We've talked about this uh, famous bus journey to um, to the Scotland game a couple of years ago under Joe Schmidt and you were like, no, it matters, this stuff matters. And Andy Farrell's like, yeah, when that happens to us, we revel in it. We get changed on the bus and we get ready to go and he, he started the game against Wigan. I was making the case that Andy Farrell at the moment is like, he's, his performance is a genuine world-class coaching performance 
that is as good as anything we've well, ever seen you, in our You sports. can imagine, Ger, if you create an environment where you're literally kind of downplaying stuff that goes wrong and saying, look, lads, it doesn't matter. Or enjoying it. Yeah, and kind of, yeah, embracing it and using it, flipping it, flipping it over and saying, you know, isn't it great? Sit back, lads, in the bus, relax. It doesn't matter if... They're going to have to wait for us. They well, can't start the match without yeah, us. Well, get warmed up there, lads. I, I was just saying that if, if, I, if I heard that from my head coach, I would go, do you know what? Let go of all the tension. Mm. If, if, if nobody's saying nothing and the bus is Whereas stuck... Whereas if you're standing at the front of the bus, going, what the hell's going on? It's like, you know, I'm just saying... I yeah, think, I uh, don't think Joe was standing up well, in the bus. I don't know. He was probably... He's definitely not happy. Getting gone in and out and talking to the... The liaison guy that was there. I just thought it was interesting that, he, like, he literally. Hindsight's I don't know a great thing, isn't it? So when it happens there. once, you have the ability to say, "Lads, do you know what? We let go of these kind of negative things." I don't know what you think if you were in the bus and you've all your no, prep I like done. I, I like being on time and being for for that situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just think it's it's yeah. interesting the difference. Well, once between you're not on time, though, isn't it? That's current head coach and the and the former head coach. The current head coach sees those things as like. Right, it's an opportunity for us to prove ourselves again. The last one was so... In- well, Jack Cohen said be- it. He said that, um, he more or less said that um, the coach said, look, if we turn up 10 minutes before kickoff, we'll just go out and do our job as normal and, and like that's we'll deal with that. So, like, the, they're getting lots of opportunities to bank these setbacks. You know, they've, certain players have stepped up um, against Wales, against France. Big, We're missing some a lot of big players there and they stepped up, so... The depth has, has increased. The second row depth now is going to be really tested and that's that's an issue and a problem. But I think mentally, they're in a good place. Can we get I, carried away about this team? Like, we're, like we, ordinarily, if we're going to... I don't... Yes. Yeah, we Why should we? We, we should. We should do. <laughs> but ordinarily, we're, as an Irish nation, we don't get excited because in a World Cup year, oh, we don't want to win the Grand Slam, do we? The pressure. I've, oh, changed, I've changed my Jesus. mind on that now. Now, now I want to win it. I hope so. I do think it. I do think. Sorry, we should talk about France, and we will. Like we don't have a lot of time. If you asked me, Shane, at the start of the season, um, would it be good for us to have a few poor performances? Even in November, I thought it was good that we beat South Africa. We were poor against Fiji, poor against Australia, and I thought even Australia probably should have won us. Would it have been the worst result? No, it wouldn't. It would have been a bit of a reality. What if check. we beat France they by don't the score that they beat them by, or beat England by the score France beat them by? Um, is there there's an element then of Jesus where no I don't think so I think they're comfortable with dealing with being rated the best team in the world and I think it's only now that people are really saying wow mm. to be fair so I think we should celebrate it we'll keep saying the point that no matter what happens it's more most probably going to come down to one performance that you need to have a 9 out of 10 performance yeah. to win a quarter-final at a World Cup against either New Zealand or France, given that's if we come out of the group. Scotland yeah. are still going to be tricky. So no matter what they do, so should they kind of go, well, we lose a few matches and we'll play this down, we'll keep it low-key, we'll go in underdogs, I think they should embrace this. And I think they are embracing it. They're embracing it in a, in, in a very humble way as well. They're not being cocky. They're not like, we're just going to turn up because we were brilliant last week. They had to dig, dig, dig yesterday so hard at times against a very good Scottish side, a different Scottish team, and that's not patronising to them. Mm. They'll still be very dangerous at the World Cup. Um, I just think, you know, you look at the the way they stretched France, Scotland in, in Paris, could have won that game. Um, they beat England. Okay, we're looking at England now, and maybe they're poor, but they demolished Wales in Edinburgh. Um, so... 
they're a different Scottish side and given all the players that went off yesterday now they lost Richie Gray straight away you know, and they one oh. player but I just thought this team are very mentally they're, they're mentally in a strong oh, yeah. and, and they're quite <laughs> humble as well shouldn't we get carried away isn't no, that the let's point? do we it live in the moment live in the moment Jerry. let's live in the moment come on, come on. let's be having just you. think of the other side of the have group you come the around Jared? Like, oh, no, I, it's just, it's, well, we're still in form and the World Cup is the next thing that's going to happen really yeah. the, no matches matter between obviously next week and then there's no international matches of meaningful consequence in the warm-ups um, uh, you know so that's it now we're, we're in form going into a World Cup this is <laughs> it's good yeah it is it's really hard to good. say negative in that it's hard, hard well, to it's say negative in that the French situation where they obviously got a, a short sharp shock from us and then again from Scotland but their their form is back now and their best players yeah they were again, sensational so. on, on Saturday and look that, that's always going to be the case in France They they will rightly be the favourites for the World Cup yeah um, and so we want them to hammer part. the All Blacks and then us play the All Blacks in the quarterfinals if you were to pick uh, a path we, look, we, have, we have months to do that in the past we, you potentially talked about Edwin Adogbo, Adogbo being a, a flyer Is he's just back from injury coming back from injury in the next week or two yeah he hasn't played obviously it's, so he needed to have played the whole way through it would have been if he had a run of matches from, from September, October yeah and played most weeks with Munster um, I know they had their breaks, obviously, in between the internationals. You, you couldn't rule him out of being called up and to, even to train with him, to learn. You know, obviously, there's a fair bit to learn, um, you know, in this, at that level and all the finer details that, um, that you've got to get right. But, yeah, he's too young for that. Like someone like John Klein, I think, has improved, as I said, a, a lot. There'll be a few comments afterwards about this and John Klein in the World Cup, but if you watch what he's been doing the last few months, he's, his skills have improved. I think he's offloading the ball, he's passing, but he, he's a perfect guy who will just hit rocks all day for you, make carries, um, very physical, and is super fit at the moment, you know, and I think he, if yeah. you were picking the next in line. All right, well, like I, it, everybody that has gone into the Ireland squad has got better. Do you know, like everybody. Yeah, coaching. he's improved a lot as well. You know, I think been better, better coaching that he's getting now around his detail and what he has to do. Um, so, and I think that's one. You know, we're talking about the players a lot here. I think we're blessed with the coaches which Ireland have at the moment. They yeah. continuously, and I know when you're winning, and you know this, Kenny. If you're winning and the buzz is good, you're gonna everyone's gonna be patting everyone on the back, but. What what Farrell has done is remarkable. I think he's created a real positive environment that he nearly enjoys. And you, I know we keep mentioning this. He was like that as a player. He was just this fellow who, the type of fellow who would just turn up, throw a pair of boots at him, and he would go out and just do what he had to do. He, he in a relaxed manner, but a, a fury with it. Yeah. He's created an environment where these guys are just very happy in themselves. Um, he's very humble in a sense that he knows sport inside out that you can get your backside handed to the week after if you don't have your head right um, I think he's got a brilliant balance in that the Irish forwards again James Ryan is talking about because I get criticised for being biased about Paul O'Connell I know what O'Connell is like phenomenal attention to detail He, what he's doing with those Irish forwards and John Fogarty and, and, and Mike Catt and, and Easterby, yeah. Easterby as well. But I know the detail, the finer details about defending malls, your body position at breakdowns, your clean-outs, all that stuff. You know, Paul has taken that, this team to, you know, a different level. 
And look, James Ryan is coming out talking about that. Okay, he's asked a question about the forwards coach, but you can see sm- so sm- so many small and tricky things about what they're doing and the way they're executing and delivering ball and stuff like that. Um, so it's good at the moment, but uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be still half glass. Um, half empty come the World Cup and so nervous and the players st- still in me that's you know I'd love if we were on the other side of the draw Ah oh, look if it's, we're on the other side of the draw crazy. we'd be counting our Wales, chickens on the other side of the yeah, draw Wales, England on the other side Australia you know but look like Wales and England Australia could come good at the World Cup now to be fair um, It's they, Australia they were, Argentina from that side right? Um, can Argentina come out on that side? Yeah yeah. I mean, that's the, Wales and England aren't coming out of that England like we were talking about it earlier, coming out and apologising afterwards. You're like, oh my God, what, what's going on? Incredible. Um, would, would, this have, would this have happened if they'd kept Eddie Jones? I think it was coming. Yeah, it was definitely coming. They were unhappy. An awful lot of players talking about the way he was talking to people and the regime and all that. And you know what? That got him to a point of, again, when things are going well and you have this kind of strict regime and everyone says, well, it's working, we're winning, um, the added bonus of performance is there. But when things start to unravel a little bit and you've the coach keeping the players out doing contact for an hour and a half and, and long training sessions and, and people are nervous and, and fearful of, of the head coach. Um, and I've no doubt Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Jones is actually, you know, for all the kind of chat he would have, have pre-match and post-match and... He's actually a really nice fella to meet and have a chat, and and but I think he goes, he he kind of coaches one way in a sense that you know it's all about, you know there is a bit of fear involved there, and sometimes people they weren't enjoying it because you know player power is massive. You probably see it's certainly evidence, Kenny, in the Premier League if the players turn on the coach, and I think there was a bit of that happening. Obviously, the results weren't going well. It was a pity the way it ended, but I thought they needed to change. I think Steve Bortwick, um, Nick Evans, Kevin Sinfield, these guys, they need time. There's actually a core, a very good core group of English players, and there's a lot of quality there. But I think they're miles off knowing their... De- we're talking about Ireland's detail and the yeah. small things. They're miles off being really cohesive. Um, will they come to Dublin and smash Ireland on Saturday? Absolutely, they'll make it really difficult, and they'll their line speed will be very very quick, and they'll be getting stuck into Ireland. They could unsettle them. They're they're very much capable of doing that, but um, they need time. You know, need they need time to coach and implement an attacking kind of structure. But they were dreadful on Saturday. France just blew them away with everything, every part of the game, and. To be in Twickenham and just kind of see English fans leaving there, very, very kind of, there was a good bit left in the game and they were leaving. Booze at half They were humiliated, yeah, yeah, and um, they're a very poor side at the moment. Will they get better? Yes. I, f- I feel really sorry for them. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> Stay humble, remember. Is there, uh, no, not the end of the game. No, we're going to be humble about this. No, but hold on. Like, is there is there an argument so that the occasion this, the occasion this weekend gets to the players? Because Paddy's weekend, England... I mean, first the last two Grand Slams have been. We're going to hammer them you know away what? from winning the Grand Slam at home. Them. We've just been know, talking about why it won't get to them. We've just been talking about why it won't. What Andy Farrell would probably say to the Irish players this week: If we lose on Saturday, what else? End of the world. It's it's who cares? Slam, we'll man. get up Sunday. We'll just go out and do our best. And, and that, I, honestly, that's kind of the messages you're getting back here. Of course, it's big, and it's. Uh, I think the players will realise. 
they weren't just kind of giving that talk yesterday that England are going to turn up. Like, if I'm a player there and thinking straight away, what 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 would you do if you're an English player on Saturday and you're going to Dublin? We've spoiled their party a few times going but for Grand Slam. But they're fragile. They uh, are. Initial, initial period when you come out onto the game for them, 10 fours, 10, 15 minutes. But I think very quickly, that for the reasons you've said in terms of the... The quality comes the out after a while. They yeah. have, you know, you'll delegate like that pretty quick. That's what it's going to be like. The quality comes out, but... You're going to hammer them. You see, the problem, the other thing that hasn't really happened to Ireland is performances dip to a really low level, which is potentially can happen a team that's winning matches. You lose form. But that's f- mentality, really. That's a mentality shift when that kind of performance level drops, really, Alan, isn't it? Which you, you can't well, see. Probably, can yeah. You? They're in, they're in a good place. And they seem it. to have all the boxes covered that this could happen and, and it's kind of, it's making them avoid that. So look, I think they've been... So there could be an early red card for an Irish player. There's been no yellow cards all tournament, so it would be a bit of a, a bit of a freak. We didn't even get into the refereeing performance yesterday, and I know you got to go. But um, next Monday, you're going to do the performance rankings with us. Yes. Just, just green. Well, on Liverpool, on Le- uh, Liverpool, going to get mentioned. <laughs> we, we should get carried. Andy Dunn said last week, ten to fifteen points. We're going to beat the Scots. We're going to do them, and we did. Fifteen points. Yeah. yeah let's get let's get carried away from this weekend as well. Yeah. And, uh, uh, did he say? And Shane texts me then on Saturday on my way to Twickenham. Bournemouth <laughs> one, Liverpool nil. <laughs> no, it was just Cher- a, it was a cherry. photo. It was a photo of a can of seven up yeah. cherry because fair uh, play. I have to it. take it. We have to take it back give in the chain after last Monday. I gave me a can of seven up. Seven last nil. Monday. Yeah. Everybody's going to remember the seven nil literally forever. It is. It is a forever result. That Fact. one nil defeat doesn't Fact. matter. This doesn't is coming matter. from a Villa fan now, so it's not coming from me. <laughs> yeah, There's no bitterness man. here. Thanks, Jerry. Twenty four minutes past eight. They'll always remember it. on the charge. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.